Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome, everyone. It is such a pleasure to have you join us again tonight, and we thank you for the time that you give us. We don't take it for granted. In fact, if you are just now listening and you've never heard my voice before, I am Geraldine Steele, the host of this show called Steele Talkin', and I love it. It's here at WCCO Radio. We have a great time. The uh, engineer that you hear from... Uh, producer is Jonathan Lowe. Um, it's great to see you, Jonathan. You look healthy and you don't look stressed at all. <laughs> uh, I don't know about uh, never stressed. Uh. <laughs> I'm, there's, there's usually like the duck on the pond, the feet are going under the water. They're, they're still going. Well, the feet are supposed to be under the water. Yeah, but but if you're really floating, you don't have nothing to worry about. Uh-huh. Okay, those feet are not going. Oh, the now feet... see, I didn't say anything about not having anything to worry about. Okay, yes, it doesn't matter if you have children or not have children. The bottom line is that you always have something to worry about. Wouldn't you agree with that? Even I, in your life, think about I it. I think so. I think I think stress motivates ninety percent of us in a way. Well, I have definitely been stressed in my life. But I've gotten over it. That's the beautiful thing about it. No, no matter how much we pile on the stuff, it's, it's a little hard, you know? Yeah, so there's that. And I'm, I'm just so happy to be here tonight. I kept thinking to myself, I had a cold two days ago, literally. And I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, not again. What is, why, why is this always happening? Some people never get anything when it comes to colds and that sort of thing. For some reason, Geraldine little something is always gnawing at the back of my head or the back of my neck. And before I know it, I take a sneeze and I go, oh, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> so it's okay. I'll get over all of that. Um, I do want to say um, I have missed so many of you that have listened to the show. I've run into people that I used to hear all the time. They call in and say, I love you so much. I'm just you know, praying for you or I'm thinking about you. And just know that, that we're open to that. I am very open to that. If you ever want to call and just say, hey, Geraldine, thinking about you, praying for you, hoping that you're doing well, that's a big deal. And I'll be praying for you too. Those that are just now joining us for the first time, just know that the joy that is in this space right now, which is Jonathan Lowe, Geraldine Steele, and a dear friend of mine, um, we, we are sitting here. And even though not all of us know each other that well, because Jonathan's never going to let it all go, 
It'll be his deathbed before he'll let it all go with me. Let's just put it that way. You know I'm telling the truth. I'm just saying. I'm taking stuff with me. They say you can't take it with you. I'm going to prove them wrong. No, you're not going to prove them wrong. No, you're not. Mm -mm. But if you want to, I'll write a song about it and perform it. I'm going to take stuff with me. You can't, yeah, you can write like a song what? Called, called, like take, what? called Take That Stuff With Me. Yeah, you can take your hips with you. You can take your bald head with you. What else can you take with you? I'll figure it out. No, okay, I just need to know. No, just one thing, I'll one figure, thing. I got, I got time. You can't take your money with you. I got time. You can't. I, I, I can't, and I'm, I'm not looking to do that. Okay. There are other things. What I'm are you looking to do? Gone. Just what? take them with me. What? In the dirt. Name one thing. Socks. No, mm-mm, what? Mm-mm, Hats. No. You, I'm have, good. you have a bevy of hats. I'm good. What then? No, no. It's got to be something. <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, you're not going to tell me? I'm figuring that out. I'm oh, good. Well, I don't think you're figuring it out. You're only using <laughs> one hand. Usually when you use two hands, you got something going on. No, I, no? I, I'm, I'm, the other hand is, is working the board and making sure all the levels are good. Wow. All the sound levels. I don't know. Got to multitask. I don't think I know this word, but BS comes to mind. (laughs) Maybe you can explain it to me later. I'm not quite sure. We'll do that during the break. We'll do that during the break. Okay. First of all, I'm so happy to be on tonight. I am feeling so much better. I don't know about you, Jonathan, but these colds that have been going around, not just with the children, but with their parents and other places. I mean, no matter where you go, people are coughing, right? Well, I think we're getting back with, with so much more full immersion back into the what we were doing back before COVID hit, we're going to see a lot of people getting strep throat, uh, head colds, you know, all flu, all this different stuff that we used to have when we gathered together at things. We, we had so much separation over the last three-plus years that I think now that we're back to most people saying, okay, I'm, I'm good with where I'm at health-wise the pandemic is over. We we we're hugging. We're we're standing close together in line and all that stuff. I think that's just where we are now. We're we're getting reimmersed back into that society that we were in before the pandemic. I disagree with that. I think that we all notice and actually know for sure that this virus keeps um, rejuvenating I, itself. And I it think just we, keeps moving. I, th- I think we know. But I think we're okay with it for the most part. There are so many people with COVID right now, and I'm not sure if Omicron is involved in it. I'm not quite sure of all of that. But I do know that children are getting RSV, uh, adults are getting RSV, and then you've got this COVID raging at the same time. It's maddening. And then there are other people who can really handle it very well. They say, you know what? If I get it again, I get it again. So what? That's not what I'm saying. I came back from my vacation. And, yeah, I had COVID. And I'm thinking, oh, come on. You know, no matter how healthy you eat, no matter. It's just certain things that are floating around, and it is landing on people, actual people. So as, you know, we we talk from time to time. I talk with my friends, and I go, so you okay? Yeah, no, no COVID, no nothing, no RSV, no nothing. And then all of a sudden you start saying to yourself, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I heard about so-and-so that, you know, has a cough. They don't want you to come around. You know, and so you have to try your best to not hurt anyone. That's the job I have. That's I've taken that on. I don't want to hurt anyone, right? I just don't want to call someone else to cough because I coughed or, or to have RSV because I didn't know if I had it, which I haven't, which is a blessing. 
And I hope you don't have it either because it's a mess. It's a mess. Now, if you'd like to call in on any of the subjects we talk about tonight, you are welcome to do so. Of course, that's 651-461-9226. We have a caller, Julie, calling us from Minneapolis. Hey, Julie. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. See, this isn't specifically why I um, why I called, but you mentioned RSV. I just saw my internist or regular checkup, and she suggested that I get the shot for RSV, but you know, it's uh, it's more important to get the COVID shot. Uh, most people are aware of the fact that we got a little uptick in the, you know, in the COVID again. A little uptick? Really? Yeah, I think it's more a than uptick. a little one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, people don't want to hear that. They're very defensive. So I'm hearing all these people getting mad and cussing me out right now. Are you serious? Um, no, come on. No. Come no. on. People no, don't this want is Minnesota. to believe it. It's Minnesota nice. Are you kidding? Is somebody going to curse you out, really? Come on, Julie. Did Jonathan give you a cocktail? Just no, now? no, no, no. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, but I, I do want to tell your listeners because a lot of people, as you know, do not have health insurance. I, by the grace of God, have got coverage. But the Pfizer is saying that this shot, it's not, you know, it's not backed up with government money. Pfizer is charging $120 for this shot, and Moderna is $129. That's a lot of money. You know millions of people are not going to get another booster at that at that price. No. Well, here's, so, here's the thing, though, because President Biden, um, ever since this whole thing has been going on, he has tried so very hard to make sure no one has to pay for it. You know, he's, ma- he's yeah. made that so clear over and over and over again. Yet, if what one person, pardon me? What about Lady? I mean, I agree with you. I understand. I'm talking about these shots that are going to be coming out in a week or two. They're the big bucks. I have not heard anything from the White House or anybody else that says, you know, now that the shots are privatized by Pfizer and Moderna, I haven't heard anything lately that this is going to be uh, backed up with government money. Have you? I don't know if it's even necessary yet. That's where my research what, begins. You don't know if what's necessary. If it's necessary to get another shot, to get oh, another I vaccine. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure of that. Yeah. And until well, I'm if sure you've of got it. great health, maybe not. But I'll tell you, my, uh, my good friend, her daughter, has a very aggressive breast cancer. And um, fortunately, she got COVID. And so they had to discontinue her you know, chemotherapy for 20 days, which isn't good because my friend is just praying that the tumors will not get, you know, enlarged because she has to go without chemo because she's got COVID. I say, I would say I've known about, well, two or three people. It's not a lot. Two or three people in the last mm, six weeks that have gotten COVID. So, um, so you're not worried about it at all. You're not worried about it. Well, I'm a senior just like you and I have some health issues. You may be healthy as a horse and kicking butt all over, but uh, my health is not great, and so hey, I'm going to get one. I'm not. I'm not a Trumper. I believe in science, and it's covered. And so for me, it's not. A, it's not a, a horrible thing. You know, if I had to pay 120 dollars, I'd say no, no. I got to. I got to use that money to pay my bills. But I'm blessed to have the coverage. I sure appreciate so you calling it. tonight. Thank you so much, Julie. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. If uh, anyone else would like to call, you are welcome to do so. But we're going to take a break first. The phone number is 
four six one nine two two six. Right over my head. Six five one four six one. I knew there was a six, and then I went nine, all two, silent. Nine two two six is, there is you the go. number. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, everyone. It is now 723. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us here at WCCO. You are listening to Steel Talk, and I'm your host, Gerilyn Steele. It is what I love to do, is be here with you. I understand that we have a guest, not a guest, but someone, that, a listener uh, named Nick from Shoreview. Hey, Nick, are you joining us? Yes, I am. Actually, Nick in Roseville. Oh, um, Nick in Roseville. Hey, now. <laughs> hi. Yeah. Um, so two things. First of all, I must tell you that it's great to hear you again. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome back. And um, I also must tell you that I, you and I have something in common in that we are both lobbyists at the Capitol. I am not a lobbyist at the Capitol. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought. <laughs> no, that's I'm okay. My foot in my mouth. I was because I I lobby for disability rights. Oh, wonderful! Um, and because um, I feel like we should be getting more help and all of that. Um, yeah, and, and so but, did you hear what Jonathan said um, earlier about? Um, um, you know, Americans are really not going to be able to get the shots anymore when it comes to. Um, COVID, if there's an, mm-hmm. another shot coming down that now they've kind of let it all go and it's on us to pay for it, I suppose. Yeah, and I hope that that doesn't stay the case. And I also must say that I disagree with people who think that they just refuse to get vaccinated because they just don't feel like it. I mean, it's one thing if there's a medical reason, but that's a whole other thing if they just don't believe in it or they don't feel like it. I think that not believing in it is really something that we should all understand. People walking through this whole walk, we're all walking it. And if mm-hmm. you find it, you know, in your own soul that, hey, this is not cool, this is not cool, then you ought to just study as much as you can, ask all the questions as you can. Find as much information as possible because information, that's what we need, right? So I if, agree. if this doesn't happen, I'm surprised when Jonathan said, oh, no, they're done with paying for Americans to get the shots. I find that hard to believe for our President Biden. I just find that hard for him. I find it hard. Don't you, do you feel, find it hard that he would feel that way? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. And let me tell you something, Gerald. I 
went to see your, I like to call it a car show, but your car show at Crooners, your performance. Well, I did. You and Billy. Ah, yeah, Billy and I had a ball. Are you talking about outdoors or indoors? Outdoors. Okay, outdoors on a big stage, right? Yeah, so my parents and I went, because I'm blind, so my parents and I went, and we heard you from our car. Of course, we couldn't talk to you or um, meet you or anything, but my parents said, you know, someday you might be able to meet Gerald and Billy and... Oh, um, that is such a beautiful story. Thank you so much for coming to that. You know, you when I got welcome. off of that stage that day, I felt mm-hmm. terrible. I kept saying, oh, my God, I didn't remember these lyrics. I didn't do this right. I didn't. And why did I walk over there? And why did I do? I started asking myself those questions. I immediately got rid of that. Now <laughs> I don't do that anymore. That's ridiculous. You don't start, you know, complaining with on the inside of yourself <laughs> because you messed up. How many performers mess up? Don't even I deal know. with I that, mean, I play at Menards. I'll be playing at Menards on Pryor and University every Friday in October from 2 to 5 if you care to come and check me no out. No kidding, Menards 2 to on... 5. Yeah, they've been doing that for years, right? Yeah, 2005 University Avenue West. I'll be playing there from 2 to 5, and I just play whatever I want. Do and you sing great. as well? No, because there's no mic. So what's, the f- what's your favorite song to play? Good question. I suppose a lot of jazz. Oh, you like jazz. But, of course, I also take requests. And the funny thing about last week was when someone requested Purple Rain, I said, I only know half the song. Is that okay? And the guy's like, yeah, that's okay. I'm kind of tired anyway, so I can only listen to half the song. And, (laughs) I mean. You know, my family and I, we actually toured with him. Uh, we, We loved him very much. He was like family to us, so. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm just so, so yeah, happy. It'd be great to meet you sometime there. And I'm going to have to come and hear you, okay? Yeah. I, and, and it's, how do you spell your name? Is it N-I-C-K? N-I-C-K. How about that? All right, Nick, I'm looking forward to it. I hope yeah, I get a chance to University get there. At Menard. I know exactly where it is. I know yeah. exactly where it is. All right, you take care of yourself, okay? All right, bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a break. Of course, we have a guest at 735 is Joe Tamborino, attorney and owner of Kaplan and Tamborino Law Firm. If you have not heard from him, he is quite um, quite knowledgeable, of course. A lot of attorneys are. But this guy has quite, quite a, a bit of information for us tonight, and I'm looking forward to talking to him about it. So stay tuned. We'll be back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talking, and I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. The other voice you hear is Jonathan Lowe, our producer in studio. Um, I am so excited for our first guest. We're going to start with our first guest, and it is Joe Tamborino, attorney and owner of Kaplan and Tamborino Law Firm. We're going to start with this. After an earlier plea deal imploded, the Justice Department brought three indictments against Hunter Biden this week. So a lot of questions that are being posed are, what are the charges brought against the president's son? Could more legal trouble be ahead for the younger Biden or even his father? Are we to the point where political gains can be increasingly stymied by legal ramifications? Or are we just at a moment in time where our leaders have too many skeletons in their closets? Now, to dive into some of these questions, we welcome attorney Joe Tamborino back on the show. It's been a while. The owner of the Kaplan and Tamborino Law Firm joins us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. How are you, sir? Good, good. How are you? And thanks so much for having me on. It has been a while. It I has hope been all a while. Well. Yeah, all is well. I have no complaints, even if it's not well. If it's not perfect, I'm still okay. <laughs> We're on the right side of the dirt, okay, Joe? <laughs> Absolutely. That's completely true. (laughs) Completely true. Okay, so first of all, here's my biggest challenge when it comes to all of this mess with our President Biden. Um, Mm -hmm. I keep asking myself, so is it true that every president has children and that, especially in recent years, and these children have all been perfect? Obviously, this is what Americans are looking for. Absolutely perfect children of the of the president of the United States. Well, that, that's never going to happen. Yeah, of course, my kids are perfect, but that's because they're my kids. But <laughs> no, nobody has perfect children. Nobody has perfect relations. There's skeletons in everyone's closet. It's just that today everything is so hyper politicized. And so, you know, just the, the level of vitriol is unbelievable, and civility seems to have gone out the window. Amen so on we're that. we're seeing more and more of this. Yeah, we're just seeing so much of this. So are parents responsible for the sins of their children, their grown children? So if there is a child that is born and it's a president and that child um, is still around, you know, even if that president is not around, maybe that child grows up and has some problems, some really serious problems. Who is responsible for that? Is it the parents that are responsible? No, because we all have free will. Yes. I mean, there could be times where in someone's childhood, there are some ungodly things that could happen to them. And of course, we should consider that in how we assess the person. But, you know, when you reach adulthood, you have free will and you can decide whether you want to do right or wrong, go left or right, up and down. It's all up to you. And you can't blame the parents for that, regardless of who the parent is. It could be the president of the United States or it could be a school teacher's child or a janitor's child or a doctor's child. You can't blame the parents for all of that. But there are no janitors being suggested. Uh, What we've been hearing for years now is Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. That's what we've been hearing. So what is the point? Right. Why is it that this is so ominous? What What is it that we have to do with it, Americans, first of all? And what is our job? What am I to do about this thing that we keep reading about, hearing about, and learning way too much about? Well, you have to look at it in perspective. You have to look at it as what do they have against uh, Hunter Biden in terms of evidence? 
And unfortunately for Hunter Biden, he wrote a memoir, Beautiful Things, where he said that during the year of 2018, five years ago, he was in the throes of his addiction. He said that he was smoking crack cocaine, you know, every 15 minutes. And unfortunately for him, it was during that year, in October of 2018, that he bought a gun and he allegedly lied on the application. So the federal government, the prosecutor, has a case that's going to be pretty easy to prove because most of the time those types of cases are hard to prove. How do you prove someone is an addict when they buy a gun? It would take quite an investigation to get that done. That's why those charges are hardly uh, you know, leveled against anyone. But in his situation, when he wrote this book, I mean, he was basically his own worst enemy by writing it. So we have to look at the context. Do they have a case against Hunter Biden? Yes. But can we extrapolate anything from that to say other people are at fault? No. Okay, so if that's the case, we, see, we, we finally arrived at no. We have so many others, um, the children of presidents or at least high people that are in high uh, levels <clears throat> who know a whole lot. In fact, let's just say Trump, right? So when Trump was president, um, it was Jared Kushner, I believe, who got in trouble with the Saudis, and he ended up with $2 billion. Now, if that's a sin of a son, why aren't we screaming about that, but we're going to scream about (laughs) Hunter Biden? I don't get it. Well, because right now, uh, President Biden is under the spotlight for a few reasons. Uh, I mean, one is president, but two, because of everything that's going on, you know, with his age. And, you know, there's just been a lot of just bad polling. And three, every year this seems to be getting worse and worse, the political vitriol. It really is. So that's why it's focused on this. You're right. Uh, Jared Kushner had some real issues. I mean, he had that uh, huge building in Manhattan that was basically underwater And supposedly, it was bailed out by a lot of foreign money. And that's something that should have been investigated. Um, However, you know, now the chapter, you know, the page is turned. We're in a different chapter. Now, President Biden is president. If President Trump wins the next election, perhaps the focus will be on him then. But right now, the crosshairs are on President Biden. Yeah, and I I have no problem with that. I have a problem, though, with what, what President Trump had done for a while. And (laughs) Trump's children got away with so much of it. I don't understand why they get a chance to get away with it. But Hunter Biden, whom we've heard about for what, how many decades? Come on now. A long time. (laughs) A long time. So I don't understand why we keep talking about it. I don't understand why it keeps coming up. And I don't understand, just like what you did, you brought up the whole ageism piece. We talked Uh about that last Sunday. And I get really Uh frustrated that people do not want to trust a president at his age. It's not Uh right for us to even think about that. If you want to think about that at home, think about it at home. But really put some thought into it. Write down exactly what it is that bugs you with this president. And I have heard from so many people, Jerlyn, you want to know what bugs me? He's too old. What makes him too old? When will I be too old? Well, that's just it. I mean, it's all dependent upon the person. Of course, somebody who is, you know, 62 years old might be feeble-minded. They might be. And someone who is 72 or 78 years old might be sharp as a tack. So it all depends upon the person. But unfortunately, that's the narrative right now. Um, You know, everything is focused on age. I mean, you know, even Trump, he's 77 or 78. I mean, he's pretty old, too. 
Um, you know, we just have a lot of old people who are running our government. I mean, across the board, whether it's Mitch McConnell, whether it's Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein, we just got a lot of old people. And really, we should be turning the, the reins over to a younger generation. There is no reason why we have to be, you know, what the government has to be ruled by people who are over 75, you know, maybe over 60, fine. But we are getting quite old in terms of who has the reins of power. Well, the reins of power to me means that the people need to be engaged in it, right? We need to understand what is happening in our country, what is happening in our own lives and at home. We need to make sure that we vote, that we get out and we scream if we have to, to say, no, this is what we need, you know? But right now we're all paying attention to the elders in in the Senate and in the in I, I don't get it. I keep saying to myself, why do they keep going there? Why do they keep telling people? So the young people are saying, yeah, Biden is too old. I've heard young people say that to me. Yeah, you know, he's pretty old. We we might want to get rid of that. He's this man has been in <laughs> has been serving this country for how long? And what young people oh, do you know that are going to step up and say, oh, I can do that? No, that's not what we're hearing. So it's frustrating to me. So let's get back to mm-hmm. Hunter Biden. Okay, we know that he's in trouble. We know that it's, he's been in mm-hmm. trouble for a long time. He and his father talked about it. So now his father is trying to say what? What is the message we need to hear to stop the madness? That his son just has to do this alone. Uh, the president should take no part in this, uh, shouldn't take part in his defense, should be there as a father, of course. Of course, love his son. Of, of course, be there personally. But in terms of how this case is prosecuted and goes through the system, it should be hands off. That's the cleanest way of doing it, because anything else would just muddy the waters. It would be, you know, uh, it would be the opposite of transparency and it wouldn't be good for the justice system or politics. I agree with you on that. Um, I am very curious about the question, the very last question that I asked um, Mm -hmm. about you know, are we just at a moment in time when our leaders have too many skeletons in their closets? Who doesn't? Who doesn't have one, at least one skeleton, one little tiny skinny thing, right? <laughs> of course, you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, as we go further and further into the future, this is going to become a greater problem because, you know, I, like I feel so sorry for the young people today that everything is saved forever. Every Instagram, every text, every email, everything placed on social media. You know, when I was a kid and when I was a young person, you didn't have to worry about saying the wrong thing, perhaps, you know, in a a situation because people would just say, oh, well, whatever, and, you know, move on. Now, if you say anything wrong, it is there forever. So I think, you know, unfortunately, as time goes on, we're going to see more and more skeletons, whereas you're right, everybody has them. It's just in today's world, that skeleton closet is wide open. And it should it be? No, it should not be, uh, especially for younger people. I think there's, you know, especially for people who are, you know, growing up, teenage years, young 20s, everything like that, experiencing different things in life, going through different types of relationships. Of course, there needs to be some type of forgiveness and some type of saying, you know what, we're going to let certain things go. Why? Because we're all human beings and we all develop. We all get hopefully a bigger and bigger person as we get older. So no, it should not haunt you forever. All right. Now, before I let you go, I definitely want to ask you about the dispute over Hunter Biden's plea deal. Tell us what's going on with that. 
Well, unfortunately, not all I's were dotted and T's crossed. The federal authorities, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware and Hunter Biden's defense team were not on the same page. The defense thought that when they were going to do this plea deal, he was going to have immunity for other actions surrounding this deal. To what extent, we don't know. And the federal authorities, the prosecutors said, no, no, that's not the case. We we can't forgive him for everything. And when they got in front of the judge, the judge and judges will do this. I'm in court all the time. We'll say, wait a minute, you guys aren't on the same page. Defense is saying ABC and uh, the prosecutor is saying DEF. So I'm not going to accept the deal. So really, homework should have been better done on both sides. I mean, I fault the defense for not getting it done, as well as the prosecutor, because they clearly weren't on the same page. So are we at the point where we can actually make um, all of this can can be solved and that the American people can go on with it? Because we're going to hear about this now for, what, another year? Good Lord, it's been so long hearing about Hunter Biden. Um, So I'm really concerned about how long are we going to have to listen to this and how long do we need to know? What do we need to really understand? What you need to look at is the next six months, because what I think is going to happen is they'll arrive at some type of global agreement, meaning that they'll take care of the gun charge and perhaps some tax issues. And I think that will all get hammered out in the next three to six months. I do not think it's going to be lying around like an open sore in November of 24. I mean, I think the Hunter Biden, at least his legal issues, will be resolved soon. Now, whether or not he's used as a political football next year, probably. Of course he will be. But in terms of the litigation, I really think they're going to work out another deal. And hopefully this time they'll both be on the same page. Oh, goodness. It's it's, it's exhausting. Aren't you exhausted? Right. Do you carry water all the time? You know, are you are you parched? (laughs) It is exhausting. Every time you wake up, every time you turn on the TV, the radio, look at the newspaper, it's always something else. It's just like nothing ever lets up. But we have so much more to deal with. And it's almost as though it goes silent because this is so, so loud and screaming. And I'm going, I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about what's going to happen with the people. Are we going to get COVID shots again? Or what's going to happen here? I want to hear about what's happening to the American people, not just one. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the only thing that has, you know, uh, sort of diverted attention is like the auto worker strike. Now, that's that's a very interesting situation. I mean, that's something that's very important. You have approximately 150,000 people who are going to be on strike. Uh, That's something that should be on the front page and should be discussed about workers' rights and what's, you know, how much are they making compared to how much the people who actually own the company make. I mean, these are important questions that should be delved into. But, you know, a lot of times those issues are put on the back burner. Well, we hope that um, our guest, we'll have our guest coming up next um, to talk about exactly that. So you're absolutely right. And unions have always been important. And it blows my mind when someone older than me comes to me and go, you know nothing about unions. You know nothing about unions. And I'm going, oh, yeah, do you want to sit down and talk about it? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just amazing mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping that we will stay focused on the United States, period. It has been a pleasure having you on, sir. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. All right. You take care. That's attorney Joe Tamburino um, of Kaplan and T- Tamburino Law Firm. And, of course, we have been talking about the Hunter Biden event, and I'm sure we're going to hear more about it over and over again. Those parents of us that are listening right now,
just remember if you have children, because you're parents, your children are not perfect. My children are not perfect. My grandchildren are not perfect. But what I will say is that I am showing them love as often as possible. But not every family. I don't know a family that's perfect, period. We'll be back. Welcome back, everyone, as we wrap up this hour. You know, talking about, um, gosh, we could just talk about so many people who have done really bad things or wrong things or can't get it together. It's just we are not perfect as a country, period. We are not. Yet, you know, we we are um, very quick to judge even one person or ten people, and it gets uglier. It just it feels as though we're never going to come back together. We're never going to figure it out. What do we need to do to come back together? I don't even hear people talk about it anymore. It's very frustrating because you would think that if we're going to get together in our social um, groups and if we're going to talk about these things, are we ever going to talk about why we need to keep talking about it? Or do we let it go and go, ah, we should just not even talk about that anymore? We don't even need to think about that. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy claimed Tuesday that Hunter Biden received special treatment by his father's administration. Oh, so I guess nobody else has done that. No other president has done that. Is that what you're telling <laughs> Come on, you guys, wake up. We have to wake up and see the truth. The truth is lingering. It's literally right over your head, right in front of you, or right behind you. Please pay attention. Stay engaged. Keep thinking. You're smart, and you can help. We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.